0: Black Church, Bronson Duke here. Thank you for listening in. Uh, We are in our Advent series, and what we're doing is we're just preparing our hearts to receive at Christmas. The Christmas season can be crazy, it can be busy, and it can stifle our souls. But what we want to do is we want to prepare our hearts to remember the meaning of Christmas and to receive all that God has for us in this season. Well, I want to read some scripture to us. Uh, Callie told me that I can't go long. Uh, because there are kids in here, and they'll t- tear the place apart. And so um, I- I've just got a little bit I want to share with you, but I want to read out of the Gospel of John, uh, chapter 1. And this is what it says. It says, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. And he was with God in the beginning. Through him all things were made, and without him was made nothing was made that has been made. In him was life. And that life was the light of all mankind. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness will not overcome it. This is God's word. Uh, Okay, so we're in the holiday season. I don't know what it was like for you guys growing up in the holidays, but for the Dukes, we all like piled in together. Anybody have big families? Where are my big family people at? All right, there are a few of you. Who's where small families at? All right, we love you too, okay? Uh, But for us, what we did is we'd pile in together, we'd see cousins, we'd watch movies, we'd play board games, we'd build fires, we would eat, amen? My grandma would make her peanut butter fudge. It's the stuff of life. And we would fight with each other because that's what families do, right? When you pack everyone in together, Conflict is not far around the corner, especially when you have a bunch of kids and all that stuff. And so one year, I I was quite the instigator. Uh, One year, my my sister, baking's a big thing in our family, cooking, making candy, whatever. And so my sister decided she was gonna bake her first chocolate cake, okay? And so she's so proud. My My mom's doting over her like she's Martha Stewart, like it's the greatest chocolate cake that's ever been made. And so I did what any little brother does. I went and got the Tabasco sauce and I soaked that cake. Well, she wasn't looking. And so I went into the kit I went to the living room and I waited. And I heard, to my joy, my sister, Leah, who made the cake, enter the kitchen. And I heard her tum, 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 walk over, slice the cake. I could hear the the fork scrape on the plate as she prepared a bite. And then I heard toom-toom-toom-toom. As she ran to the sink, all right, to douse the fire that was in her mouth, and I fell out of my chair laughing. I'm just dying because I had destroyed this cake. My mom, fury is not the right word. All right, my mom was ready to in me over this, and uh, she sat me down at the table, and she said, "You're going nowhere until you eat this entire cake." And I wept, and I ate because I had picked up my sister and ruined the cake. Have you noticed that ruining is one of the themes of every Christmas movie that has ever been made, right? Kevin McCallister ruined Christmas because he's a little jerk, right? The Grinch ruined Christmas because apparently, according to 2002, he was picked on and he was bullied. Clark Griswold ruined Christmas because he was not that bright, right? Isn't it funny how anytime we approach something that's supposed to be joyful or peaceful or full of life, If we're really honest, darkness doesn't seem to be all that far around the corner. This is part of the human experience. Especially at the holidays, through harsh words from a friend, through maybe debts piling up or sickness, it can be difficult to obtain and sustain light, right? gospel of John in verse four, it says in him was life. And that life was the light of all mankind. The light shines in the darkness and the darkness shall not overcome it. Now notice it doesn't say the darkness won't overcome us, right? I don't know if you've ever tried to store up security or light in yourself or confidence in yourself. How does it work, right? Different things happen. Things come against us. It says the darkness won't overcome him. The darkness won't overcome him. The darkness in you, listen, here, here's what I really want to say this morning. This is, this is basically it. Whatever darkness you're experiencing within yourself or outside of yourself can't ruin Christmas. Why? Because you can't ruin Christmas. The, the theme of Christmas is not that everything goes perfect. It's not that you're sinless. It's not that everyone gets along in your life. The message of Christmas is that light has come into the world through Jesus to illuminate our lives. Listen, you may feel like your life is ruined right now. Like I know there's at least one person in here, whether through emotional situations, relational situations, financial situations, there's too many people in the family at this point, right? You might feel like things are ruined. Maybe choices are your own. But the message of Christmas is that Christ has come in. He's brought us light. He's given us forgiveness and he's given us peace. It says in Colossians that he's transferred us from a kingdom of darkness into a kingdom of light. So here's the good news. Jesus turns the lights on, right? Christ is guiding light in the darkest of our days. Listen, you cannot ruin Christmas because Christmas is not based on what you bring, but what you've been given, amen? Have you ever noticed that Christmas is the only holiday we really do presents for, right? We don't, well, you might get an Easter basket, all right, but that's not the main theme of Easter. Halloween, you go and you beg for treats, right? But Christmas is a time that something's been given. Why? Because Jesus wasn't just born, he was given. We celebrate that through our traditions. We give each other things to remember what God has given us. So I want to encourage you with is no matter how deep the darkness, Christ illuminates the dark. It might feel like death all around you. Christ illuminates the dark. Listen, you may be in a season of joy. I celebrate that with you. That's incredible. But don't forget the old preacherism. You're either in a storm, you're coming out of a storm, or what? You're headed into a storm. I'm not saying that to be depressing. I'm saying that to be realistic. That is life, amen? And so if you're, if you're in the midst of life's joys, remember, it's not always that way. And what the joy is supposed to point you to, as we talked, talked about a few weeks, is to Christ. It's to invite us in to worship. You know, as we close, I wanna, I wanna point this out to you. It's interesting. Have you ever noticed John's gospel starts in the same way that Genesis does? In the beginning, right? What's John telling us? That God, through Christ, is remaking the brokenness of the world. And he's bringing us light that doesn't come from us, but comes from him. Have you ever noticed in Genesis that light comes before the sun? Have you ever noticed that? He says, let there be light before he ever puts stars in the sky. What is God telling us? That the light of the world doesn't come through fire or flame, but it comes from the glory of God. It reminds us of this in Revelation 21, it says, this is talking about our future as Christians. This is the new heavens and the new earth. It says, the city does not need sun or the moon to shine on it, for the glory of God gives it light. And the lamb, that's Jesus, is its lamp. The nations will walk by its light and the kings of the earth will bring their splendor into it. Oh no, on that day its gates will never be shut, for there will be no night. The glory and honor of the nations will be brought into it. Listen. C.S. Lewis says this, he says, I believe in Christianity as I believe the sun has risen, not only because I see it, but because by it, I see everything else. And so here's what I wanna encourage you with simply as we come to the end of this little bit in the service. If you're in a time where you need a guide, if you're in a time where you need light, if you're in a time where life seems cloudy, don't forget to turn to the Lord. If you're not a Christian, and you're like, hey, it's Christmas, I'm going to church because I'm with my mom, or I'm going to church because somebody invited me, whatever. I want to ask you, how are all the other sources of light working for you? When the toughest times of life hit, is it enough? And here's what I want to encourage you with. What Christ brings us is bright hope for today, hope for our future, and joy because we know all that God is doing. The gospel is this, that just like my mom made me eat that cake, right? Because of my issues and what I did, the gospel is that God doesn't make you eat the Tabasco-soaked cake, the mess you have made with your life. (laughs) The message of the gospel is that God (laughs) forgives you if you need forgiveness. Christmas is a great time to receive the gift of forgiveness, to ask God to come into your life and to ask that he comes and brings you hope and peace. I, I want to read this to you. I go through every morning in my devotionals, I go through this prayer book. And I just want to take a moment, if everybody could bow your heads, close your eyes. I want to read through this. And if you're in a place where either it feels like there's darkness all around, if you're in a place where you just need to remember what God's done for you, or you're in a place where you just need forgiveness, I'm going to read this. And you can simply agree with it in your heart and ask that God come. Gracious God, You created me from the dust of the earth and you breathed life into me. Lord Jesus Christ, you sought out those who had no claim to holiness and who knew of their need for you. Dying, you prayed for their forgiveness and rising to new life. You spoke peace to your fearful disciples. Holy God, your knowledge of me exceeds what I grasp or see in any moment. You know me better than I know myself. Now help me to trust in your mercy, to see myself in the light of your holiness and to grant me grace that I might have true contrition, make an honest confession, and find in you perfect forgiveness and remission of sins. God, right now, I just pray for everybody who's here. God, right now, we open our hearts to you. We bring honest confession of areas where we've made mistakes, God, areas where we've ruined things. And right now, we receive the gift of Christmas and ultimately the gift of Easter is that you died for our sins. You gave us forgiveness and light. God, help us walk into this next week, whatever we walk into, with joy and peace, because you love us, you came for us, and you died for us. Christ Jesus, we give you all honor, glory, and praise. You are the light of the world. Darkness will not overcome you. We accept your light. We celebrate you right now in Jesus' name. God, I pray for all these people. I pray that they may be filled with the wonder of Mary, the obedience of Joseph the joy of the angels, the eagerness of the shepherds, the determination of the Magi and the peace of Christ. Almighty God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, bless them right now and forevermore. In Jesus' name, all God's people said, amen. Amen. Hey guys, thanks for listening in. I hope that this message blessed you and it helps you in your journey with Jesus. If it did, leave a comment, leave a review, things like that help us spread the message of Jesus. Uh, If you want to connect with us, the best way to do that is to follow us on Instagram at at NLCDowntownLittleRock to follow along with the life of our church.